0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, March 5th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. In a primetime address yesterday, Governor Mike DeWine laid out the framework for lifting public health orders connected to the state's coronavirus response. Richard Solomon has the details. Governor Mike DeWine announcing the path back to normalcy as the state inches closer to the one-year mark of the pandemic. When Ohio gets down to 50 cases per 100,000 people for two weeks, all health orders in the state will come off. DeWine says Ohioans have been doing everything right so far. Our path back... Is by continuing forward, by wearing that mask, and by getting that vaccine. DeWine says the path back can be achieved if people choose to get vaccinated. We're reporting at the State House, Richard Solomon. During that address, DeWine also reminded Ohioans how much progress has been made in the last year. Laura Queso reports. Cases are down. This week, 450,000 vaccine doses came into the state. More than ever, 200,000 educators were vaccinated in four weeks. 95% of the state's children are back to in-person learning. The curfew has been lifted. We no longer have stay-at-home orders. Restaurants, bars, and gyms are open. We're looking forward to a spring with graduations and proms and a summer of fairs, festivals, concerts, and baseball. I'm Laura Queso. Three different vaccines are now being distributed in Ohio for the coronavirus. Kevin Landers reports. If you're wondering whether to request the Moderna, Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson vaccine, Columbus Public Health Commissioner Dr. Mashika Roberts says there's no wrong answer. All three of them are equally effective. Dr. Roberts says there are some exceptions. If you have allergies to a lot of different foods and a lot of different medicines, that Johnson & Johnson might be a better product for you. Now, as a state, just over 15% of the population has received the first dose. Just over 8% has received the second dose. Reporting the Ohio State Fairgrounds, Kevin Landers. The Ohio legislature is making progress on eliminating most provisions included in a corruption-tainted energy bill approved in 2019. The Ohio Senate approved legislation Wednesday that would remove a $1 billion bailout for two nuclear plants. The company that now owns the plants has indicated it no longer wants the $150 million annual subsidy. A Senate bill approved last month eliminated a provision to provide guaranteed annual revenue for three utilities owned by First Energy Corporation. The company accused of funding a $60 million bribery scheme to help win passage of that energy bill. Ohio schools still would have to administer nearly all of the standardized tests this spring, but would have an extra week to conduct most of those in person under legislation passed yesterday by the Ohio House. It would also have Ohio apply to be exempt from certain federal accountability measures linked to the test results, Lawmakers initially wanted to seek a waiver to skip required tests for the second straight year, but federal officials indicated that wouldn't be an option. They say the tests are needed to help understand the pandemic's impact on learning. With the testing window weeks away, the legislation now goes to the Senate. Pandemic lockdowns and stay-at-home orders kept many drivers off U.S. roads and highways last year, but those who did venture out found open lanes that invited reckless driving, leading to a sharp increase in the traffic crash deaths across the country. Dave James reports. A new report from the nonprofit National Safety Council estimates that just over 42,000 people died in vehicle crashes last year, an 8% increase over 2019 and the first jump in four years. Federal data shows Americans drove 13% fewer miles last year, but it was the most deaths since 2007, when nearly 44,000 people were killed in crashes. Dave James, I went in news. In Ohio, there were 1,236 traffic fatalities last year, up from 1,155 in 2019. According to the State Highway Patrol, that's up nearly 7%. A woman stabbed a three-year-old neighbor as he walked with other children to a school bus, an attack authorities learned of after the woman's daughter told her teacher her mother was stabbing someone, Angela Ann reports. It wasn't known what prompted the attack, which occurred yesterday near Mason, northeast of Cincinnati. Authorities say the child was expected to survive and the woman was in custody. The woman's teenage daughter was home and attending classes online when she told her teacher, who called 911. Warren County Sheriff's deputies soon arrived and the woman used a ceramic knife to stab the boy who was taken to a hospital. Angela Ann, ONN News. The Internal Revenue Service says fraudsters are now operating scams to steal tax returns and stimulus checks. Yolanda Harris has more with a local IRS official. They say thieves are trying to steal your identity and get a hold of your stimulus or your tax return check. They also want to remind everyone the IRS will never email or text you. If they need to get a hold of you, they will do so through a letter. But just from the type of cases that we're coming across, it's very rampant. I mean, we have folks that are on our own staff that have been victims of identity theft uh, with filing workman's comp claims or unemployment insurance claims. I'm Yolanda Harris. The IRS also says there were many issues with the last round of stimulus checks because the money went to places like H&R Block instead of directly to private bank accounts. And the Ohio State basketball team hasn't played in front of a crowd in a long time, but that will soon change. Dave Holmes has more. Yeah, the Big Ten tournament is next week at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, and fans will be allowed to attend. Now, of course, there will be restrictions here. The Big Ten is going to limit capacity to just 8,000 fans. And remember, Lucas Oil Stadium is a very big place, so those fans should be able to maintain social distance. A limited number of tickets will be available through each school's ticket office. The women's tournament will also allow a limited number of fans, 2,500. That event will be at a smaller venue. I'm Dave Holmes. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS TV in Columbus and WKYC TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.